The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 302. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take your questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com. If you haven't gone over there and signed up for a free account, go do so today. Today, we have a great question about letters of recommendations as a non-trad. Before we jump into that, though, I want to talk about the MCAT Minute brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. If you're struggling with your psych-soch terms, very specific nuanced definitions that you're going to need to know to get all the points necessary to maximize your MCAT score, try to find real-life examples to help you understand the nuanced differences between different terms. When you can relate things to real life, they become more memorable. You remember them for the test and you get more points. And don't forget to check out Blueprint MCAT's brand new spaced repetition flashcard program over at mcatflashcards.com. Again, that's mcatflashcards.com. So let's go ahead and jump into our question today, a very common one that we get from non-trads about letters of recommendations. So our student today says, I'm quite concerned about the letter of rec requirements I'm seeing from a bunch of med schools. They mostly ask for letters of rec to be from science professors. I'm a non-traditional student and have been out of school for several years, so obtaining a letter from a professor would be impossible, as both of my favorite professors from biology are both retired now, and I don't have their contact info, as they are no longer affiliated with the university. I could have many rec letters from doctors I've worked with over the years and supervisors from my current jobs. Is that sufficient or do I still need a letter of rec from a professor? Has anyone else encountered this issue? So from Catherine. So the question, has anyone else encountered this issue? Yes, this comes up all the time. And for non-traditional students, especially students who have been out of school for a long time and aren't planning on going back to take more classes because they've been done with that, and now they're finally applying to medical school, it's going to be much harder. And so what you need to do, unfortunately, every medical school has different requirements, different policies and procedures in place for non-traditional students and for their letters of recommendations. What you should do is reach out to all the schools that you are planning on applying to and ask them, hey, I need to ask you about your letter of recommendation policy. I see that you require X, Y, and Z. I'm a non-traditional student. I've been out of school for X number of years, and it will be very hard for me to get a strong letter of recommendation from these required letter writers that you want. I have been working, I've been volunteering, and can I replace with a, a work supervisor, a volunteer supervisor, with a physician, whatever, right? Offer the potential alternatives in your email to them and see what they say. Some schools will be like, nope, we we have hard requirements and that's all. Other schools will be like, yep, completely normal for non-trads, no problem, send us what you got. So it's just going to be a school by school basis on what they want, what they will let you uh, substitute and whether they will substitute 
or not. So unfortunately, it's not an easy answer, but it's an easy way to get an answer is you just reach out directly to the schools. And hopefully they are um, lenient with you. And it's a potential insight into each of the schools that you're reaching out to. Because if they say no, right, we we have the letters and we want these letters, there there are no substitutions, right? You can just like go into your your restaurant that's a, a pain in the butt. They're like, no substitutions. Um, you you go you go to uh, the school and they say no substitutions. This is what we want. It potentially gives you some insight into whether or not they are non trad friendly, because if they are not allowing some flexibility for non traditional students, then maybe they don't want non traditional students. That might be some good insight for you. And take that as as uh, a sign of frustration that they're not being flexible. It may be your top choice school and they're like, nope, no substitutions. But it's it's a, a good kind of warning for you to say, stay away from that school. So I'll leave you with that. Don't forget to check out mcatflashcards.com. Go sign up for a free account over at Blueprint MCAT and you can get access to over 1,600 amazing expertly crafted flashcards on their spaced repetition platform so you can maximize your psych and all of your other sections. But that's psych those are free points there if you memorize all of those terms uh, and do well on the MCAT. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.